Coming up on the WAC Podcast, it is history time. Our final WAC Podcast in the city of Denver as we are moving the conference office to the great state of Texas. We're going to have Shelby Herndon on, who is in charge of our social media and our marketing in the WAC. And we're also going to talk WAC football and fall sports. That's all ahead on the WAC Podcast. Welcome to the WAC Podcast. Today's episode is presented by Hercules Tires. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan. The day has finally come. I mean, it's, it's almost it's empty in here, isn't it? It is. If you hear a little echoing, it's because everything is going. The studio is being torn apart as we speak. The office, I have packed up everything that was once in my office. My apartment is gone. Uh, now, you, you have some experience, but you just started with the WAC yes. October of last year. So just about a year ago. Moved, Thanks, WAC. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> moved to Denver, now moving to Dallas. Yes. Uh, before that, so you were in Southern Illinois. Yep. And how long were you there? A year and a half? I was there for almost two years. Almost two years. And then... Syracuse, New York. Sarah, I was actually in Rochester for about three, four months. Uh, that was where I did an internship covering the Bills during their training camp. Back when, before, they really popped off and have become a top contender. Yeah, they, they were, look like were the really team. questionable when I covered them. But, uh, yeah, and then before that, Syracuse. Before that, Florida State. So, you know, we're just bopping all Man, over. Haven't been you. to Texas. So, I guess it's time. I was saying before that I hadn't been out west. So, I guess Denver is as west as we're going right now <laughs> before we go back south to Dallas. So, who knows? Well, we'll very exciting that we'll be making the trip to the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area. We're actually going to be in the city of Arlington. That's right. That's right. Uh, which is the home of Jerry World, home of... Uh, Texas Rangers Globe Life Field, home of Six Flags Amusement Park. Ooh, that's the real one. Home so, of the Dallas Cowboys. No, home of Six Flags. And soon to be home of the WAC. And hopefully in the next month we'll have some uh, some items on our social media as we make the move and, and a big announcement uh, from the city there hopefully in the next month as well. Before we get to that, though, we're, we're in – we just had week two of WAC football. And – the results uh, may be a little surprising in uh, in certain regards. Um, not the not the greatest win loss uh, record uh, results, but uh, we have some teams that are kind of rising. Uh, one of those, Abilene Christian, taking care of Prairie View, twenty one to thirteen. And Kendra, they also get the whack ticket smarter defensive player of the week. Yeah, right now they're off to the 2-0 and start. I believe they're the only undefeated team in the WAC. Of course, it's week two. Um, but, yeah, uh, what? <laughs> Tyron Bradley, the defensive end for the Wildcats, is our Take It Smarter Defensive Player of the Week. And he was all over the field. He's a sophomore. Uh, they actually had to come from behind uh, to win that one. He led all players with 10 tackles, including two for a loss and a quarterback hurry so they are 2-0 but they got a big one coming up this week as they go to Missouri of the SEC 
Yeah, that's certainly going to be a tough one. And that's um, what we talked about earlier in this season when we were talking to head coach Keith Patterson because him and Eli Drinkowitz, who's the head coach for Missouri, I guess are pretty good friends. So right. should be a fun matchup. Definitely one of those that, um, you know, they're going to play in a tough environment, similar to, to really what we saw uh, Tarleton do this week when they went to TCU. They did. I mean, it's a in terms of a road trip, it's going to be about as close – as they'll have a team, as uh, Stephenville and Fort Worth not too far apart, they fall 59-17. to 17. If we're looking for a silver lining, though, is we saw some more great catches from Tarleton receivers as Darius Cooper made our whack top play package this week, uh, that play finishing number two. But we're seeing some star players in the making, I think, at Tarleton. Yeah, and even how about their place kicker, Adrian Guzman, who had a 47-yard field goal um, that really, you know, helped. That's the second. It, it was it was his second longest second, career. He did a 46-yard field one against, goal, so 46 and 47 yeah, in back-to-back weeks, and that was good. I mean, he made it by a few yards as well. So, showing off his leg there, he's our whack ticket smarter special teams player of the week. Uh, Getting back to the receivers, Darius Cooper had six catches for 117 yards and that highlight reel touchdown. Jaden Smith, who we saw get the whack top play the week before with the one-handed grab in the end zone, four catches for 92 yards. So we're seeing some really good play out of the receivers from Tarleton. Bo Allen, the quarterback, 210 yards passing and a touchdown against a very tough TCU defense. And Bo Allen, you know, the transfer for from Kentucky – came in, won the starting job, and seems to have established some good chemistry with some of these receivers right off the bat. And Tarleton is a team that certainly, when you looked at their record last year, you know, it was okay, they had an okay year. But I think when you uh, factor in, you know, Bo Allen, you factor in Todd Witten, who has just been a legend at Tarleton and this season I think we're going to see them kind of take that next step that they're looking for and that we're really looking for. Tarleton will be hosting Eastern New Mexico this week in Stephenville. Our Whack Ticket Smarter Offensive Player of the Week comes from Utah Tech as the Trailblazers hammer Shadron State 56 to 10. Quali Conley is the Offensive Player of the Week. He had 21 carries for 139 yards and three touchdowns, so congratulations to him on that award. You look at uh, their offense really got going in the second half. It was actually a pretty close game. It was 7-7 to at the half, and then they really turned on the Jets in the third and fourth quarters to win 56-10, to but their quarterback, Kobe Tracy, goes 25-44, of 388 yards and three touchdowns. Joey Hobart, by the way, six catches for 161 yards, and two touchdowns. He is the son of Billy Joe Hobart, a uh, former NFL player. So a lot of uh, things to be excited about at Utah Tech. And they got two pick two pick sixes. Two pick sixes as well. And that'll help the uh, the old scoring there yeah, <laughs> at Utah Tech. And uh, what do they got coming up this week? Utah Tech will take on Weber State. That is a 6 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff. Weber State, a team that has been in the playoffs. They're typically a pretty solid team. Should be a good matchup for the Trailblazers. And then, of course, Southern Utah played 
Utah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we look at this game. and, that, and Now, we try to look at the glass half full. Yeah. So, 7-7 seven 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 in the second we'll quarter. Yeah. So, but uh, Delane Fitzgerald, he had him on last week, and he did say, you know, they're going to play, and they're going to get $600,000 for that uh, for That's that what game. they did. And they had a packed house at Utah, and they uh, – they hammered uh, the uh, the Thunderbirds. Yeah, and uh, you know Sam Houston. Really, they couldn't get going. They had their home opener against Northern Arizona this past week. Uh, settled for a field goal. Never really got a touchdown. It was a low-scoring game, ten to three. And they'll be uh, back at it against Texas A&M Commerce at home. That's a five p.m. Mountain time. That was probably the biggest surprise I would say of the weekend was was Sam Houston losing at home as as they've had so much success over the years. And you know they played a, a pretty tough game against Texas A&M the week before. And of course the uh, the Aggies wind up falling to uh, Appalachian State uh, this past week. But uh, yeah, a, a little surprising result. So we'll have to see if Sam Houston can come back. Uh, I would imagine they would uh, against Texas A&M Commerce uh, this Saturday as well. Uh, also, I think you mentioned Southern Utah will be at Western Illinois this week. So full slate of whack football on the schedule this week as uh, we'll be making that uh, that jaunt from uh, Denver to uh, Texas. That's right. I don't know how much how much are we all monitoring games this weekend if we're all crossing well, state luckily, lines. Well, luckily we have, uh, we have a big team. Tony Jones and Demetrius House and Erica Bias uh, that are all in the uh, Texas area already. So That's right. Uh, you'll be moving down Monday, Tuesday, right? So then maybe you can do some uh, games this weekend. I haven't looked at the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. That's probably on the old schedule. Now, next week, so this week moving – you're not even going to have your stuff unpacked. You're going to be going to Cedar City. That's right. I am going to the rivalry game in Utah, Southern Utah. No, it's Utah Tech at Southern Utah. That's Correct. Right. Cedar yeah, Cedar City. City yep. yep. Uh, so that'll be super exciting. I'm I'm really excited to be part of that rivalry. I've heard a lot about it, and so I I've heard that fans come in and you know they're only 40 miles apart, so they pack this stadium. And uh, looking to do that whack road trip part two. We'll have a lot of coverage, and then the day before we'll be doing some stuff that Friday. So yeah, nice. make sure to be following. Dwayne Fitzgerald. Media. He he he's gonna. You know, the whole town's going to roll out the red carpet, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? <laughs> <laughs> so volleyball, we've talked a little bit about uh, in the early going here, and just uh, the great start many of our teams are off to. How about UTRGV? They have won 10 in a row. They lost their first match of the year, and then they've rattled off 10 victories in a row, and they, uh, they don't seem to be stopping soon any time. Yeah, and but what's even more impressive about it is they're winning at least the last one, two, three, four, five in sweeps. sweeps. Yeah. They're winning three, you know, even before that. So you have against the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana Lafayette, three to one. Yes. And then you go back to sweeping. And so they're really just coming out with these dominant wins. And uh, we did speak to Sarah Cruz of UTRGV. She's a senior outside hitter, I believe, on our Whack All Access Instagram mm-hmm. segment. You can go check that out. But she just said that the chemistry um, on this team this year is something like she's never really seen before she hasn't experienced this kind of chemistry and uh i don't know it's it's showing in the uh, in the wind column and they're going to be headed up to lubbock this week as they are in the red raider classic they will be at texas tech that'll be a tough match 
obviously on Saturday. They're also going to play SMU and Oral Roberts. And then before they come back to Edinburgh, they're going to stop off at El Paso and play the UTEP Miners on Monday. And then guess what? Next week, WAC play. play gets underway. I can't believe and whack play gets underway for women's soccer yes. this week. Yes, is that our segue? Or we keep talking. Well, about we we, uh, we don't want to brush past. <laughs> uh, Stephen F. Austin, their win streak did come to an end, so they are currently nine and one. New Mexico State was the team picked to win the league, and they're always tough with head coach Mike Jordan. They're six and two, so let's not uh, forget about the Aggies because they always are a good team. They do have a tough match uh, coming up this week as they're at USC. The uh, Southern California Trojans on Thursday, and then they will be playing San Jose State and also Milwaukee. So actually they're playing at the Trojan Invitational, so all those games will be in Los Angeles before they start WAC play against the aforementioned UTRGV Vaqueros on Thursday, the 22nd. It's coming up. I mean, Tarleton also, they're 7-3. They're not a a team that you should... uh, I guess, shy away from talking positively <laughs> about <laughs> that makes no sense. Just whatever. But uh, <laughs> the, the whack just... ticket smarter, sorry, players of the week, um, Utah Tech, I was going to, I saw they were coming up after Tarleton. McKenna Nelson is their, our defensive player Mojo of the week. Mojo killed. Uh, <laughs> Brianna Ford uh, from UT Arlington. UT Arlington went 3-0 and on the week. They pick up our offensive player of the week in Brianna Ford and our freshman of the week in Sophie Skinner. So they... Uh, they seem to be on track as well. So this is going to be a fun uh, conference season, which is starting next week. On to your segue of women's soccer. Oh, yeah. As conference play gets underway this week, we did uh, see Grand Canyon face Arkansas in the story that we broke here on the WAC podcast. Oh, that's right. Not the results they wanted, the Arkansas winning 3-0. And that was a, another game, second time this year at Grand Canyon, they've had to either cancel a match or, or postpone a match because of the weather, uh, un, very un-Phoenix-like. Yeah, I got to say, based on some of the starts this season, we've had a lot of weather delays and cancellation mid-game. We saw it week zero with football, but we see it quite a bit in soccer. It's happened in men's soccer. It's happened in women's soccer. Hey, it may even happen in volleyball if, you know, a gym floods. <laughs> well, let's hope that does not happen. <laughs> but we do have... Whack play getting underway this week, and that'll be. Uh, let me let me pull it up here. Do you have some uh, some music to play while I'm looking this up? Dun, 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 okay, so Friday, September 16th, <laughs> Whack Women's Soccer. Uh, we have a full slate of action. UTRGV at Southern Utah, Stephen F. Austin at Utah Tech, Seattle U at Sam Houston, Utah Valley at New Mexico State. So we're going to have matches on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday coming up this week as uh, November. First week in November will be the WAC Women's Soccer Tournament in Seattle. It's coming up so fast. And on the men's side, WAC play is just a short week away as well. A little bit a week behind. So they, they, they start uh, a week after women's soccer. And it's uh, the, the records maybe don't reflect how good the conference is because there are a lot of uh, matches against Power Five schools and yes. and those kind of things. So I think once once some of those things get sorted out, you're going to see, um, you know, maybe uh, the records, all the the rising records in WAC soccer. We did see Grand Canyon. We talked about it last week. Uh, defeat UCLA, the number four ranked team in the country, 
Then they come back and they play Santa Clara, also a very tough team, and, and drop that one 2-0. Uh, to zero. They actually play, as we record this on a Tuesday, they play, their, they play tonight against uh, Oakland University, and then they will play uh, UC Santa Barbara at UC Santa Barbara. Then they go to Washington. I'm sorry, Washington goes to Grand Canyon. That's a big matchup for them as they get to host a Power 5 school. But, yeah, it's uh, whack men's soccer, as we've talked about, a lot of times uh, gets uh, two bids to the NCAA tournament. We have Air Force, UNLV, San Jose State out of the Mountain West. Mountain West doesn't have men's soccer, so they play in the WAC, and that really helps the competition level to go along with CBU and Utah Valley and Grand Canyon, Seattle U. Uh, Seattle U, remember, they beat uh, fourth-ranked Notre Dame as well this year. Yeah, we have our teams, because they schedule so tough for non-conference that that's why you know I mean you look at the standings and I I chuckle but I'm not really laughing you know it's you look at the streaks our top four teams have lost one we got you know San Jose State's on the two game lose streak UTRGV three game losing streak but when when you see when we get into conference play and they battle it out and then you see us get you know two bids and then go to the NCAA tournament you understand hey this one why we schedule these tough non-conference opponents because they're ready come NCAA postseason and what'll be interesting is the no overtime in the regular season this year because that's always you know when you get Seattle U playing Grand Canyon or, you know, some of these tough matchups that we have, yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of ties. We're already seeing more ties on the men's side than we are in the women's. But uh, once we get into whack play, that's, that's always, you know, one of those one-to-one, you know, two-to-two type of matches. Absolutely. We got two, four, five, six. I mean, we got a, okay. We'll just, we'll go back with that. (laughs) But we got a lot of ties. Moral of the story. Anywho, yes. Uh, coming up next on the Wack Podcast, Shelby Herndon, whoa, a coworker formerly known as Shelby Green, in she, studio, in studio, live with us. You don't want to miss it. It's a pretty fun interview. So stick around. Be right back. Dear, dear, dear. Hercules Tires is the official tire of the Western Athletic Conference, and for more than sixty-five years has been providing tires with unbeatable quality at an unmatched value. Whatever the vehicle and whatever the terrain, Hercules Tires invites you to ride on our strength. For a retailer near you, visit HerculesTires.com. Welcome back to the WAC Podcast. Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan now joined by our co-worker, the one and only Shelby Herndon, a.k.a. Shelby Green. Shelby, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Shelby, We're stoked to have you here. We are stoked. It's our final day, or my final day, at the Denver WAC office. It's pretty monumental. It is. And we're in the studio, and all the everything's down, so it's probably a little echoey in here. But uh, I just had my sixth anniversary with the WAC. Wow. Yeah. What day? What was the day? It was September something. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. It, it was, I, I started the day after Labor Day, 2016. Wow. So six years. And, and Shelby, we have not had on the show before. No. Which is a rite of passage. Yeah. And Shelby, how long have you been with the WAC now? Um, I got here September 24th or 22nd, so just coming up on a year. Oh, my goodness. Uh, got to come back and enjoy my home mountains for a year, and now we get to move. Shelby, you're from Denver. I am. We're, we're moving to Arlington. Let the cat out of the bag. As Oof. if... 
if people listen to the show, they've known about this for like six months now. Yeah, we've been just breaking, <laughs> breaking stuff on this show, like left and right. But uh, you, you went to Cherry Creek High School, just a, a stone's throw, if you will, from the WAC office that is now uh, shutting down and, and moving to Arlington. So, so tell us about your background and kind of what got you into athletics. Yeah, so I, uh, like you said, I went to Cherry Creek High School and I was a very average C-team cross-country runner and JV track runner. Um, I ended up going to Colorado State and I got my degree in marketing there. Um, and while I was there, I interned with the athletic department. Um, that was a blast and I realized that it was something that I always liked sports. Um, but when I figured out it was something I could do for a career, uh, I went and got my master's at University of Northern Colorado. Uh, I went to Louisiana Tech to intern uh, for two years and uh, then got the opportunity to come back home, and it's been been a blast ever since. Now, you're currently serving as our director of marketing and social media. What made you take that path, and what gives you the passion about, you know, hyping up our athletes on all of our social accounts? So when I started at CSU, I originally started as a social media intern where I was posting a lot on Snapchat and uh cutting clips on on Twitter and then uh, there were other kids uh, in the internship that did way more of the marketing like the game presentation um, finding contestants and so my senior year I switched over to the more like marketing operations side um, and that was more of what I did at tech um, was a lot of game presentation stuff uh, but now I'm back in social media and I really like it um, I love interacting with our schools and uh, seeing what they're putting out and um, I love sharing their success too it's the face behind the tweets well, the voice. <laughs> Some, something like that. I don't know. I don't know what the metaphor is, it's, but it's, it's the, the brain, brain behind the, the brain behind the tweets. Now, among the things on social media that we got going this year, you've been heading up the Instagram takeovers, which uh, the schools will get on our Instagram and, and you coordinate with that. So kind of tell us a little bit about a couple of those that we've already had so far this year. Yeah, so we've had Instagram takeovers from uh, Seattle U men's soccer, Utah Valley volleyball. We've had GCU women's soccer. Um, we've also had Tarleton football. Um, and it's a blast to see those student athletes be able to show off their facilities, um, what they go through on a game day. So a lot of times they'll post, hey, this is my pregame meal. Um, these are the different treatments or uh, lifts that we're doing. So it's really cool for not only other student athletes at other schools to see what they go through, but uh, just fans in general to see, you know, all the preparation that goes into a game day when it's watching film and uh, doing all that. So it's it's been really fun to see them um, show off what they can do. And uh, when we had our new schools coming in, we also had them do a get to know um, so that everyone could uh, get to know Southern Utah and U uh, UTA. Um, so that was that was cool to watch, too. And you have a chance to you give them parameters. You're like, here's what we're looking for. Here's, you know, you don't do this, do this. And everybody's going to be different because it's totally different student athletes. But the Tarleton football one a couple weeks ago, uh, that was, I mean, I'm not going to pick favorites, but uh, that was pretty uh, dope, as the kids say. Dope, as the kids say. <laughs> Hello, fellow children. Yeah, that I was, did like That it. was great. I think it was different because it was focused on a student athlete, but it was someone else filming him. Most of the time, student athletes will take it into their own hands and film themselves and um, take selfies and do that. But was, this was through through the student athlete's eyes, but also through someone else's um, to watch him go through warm-ups um, and a little bit of rain delays and all that. Um, that was that was cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's so interesting to see everyone's different reactions to celebrations after big wins and um sightseeing and all that and each each person has a different take on what they're doing and what they want to showcase and uh yeah we do give them give them certain parameters just so uh 
you know, we can stay somewhat consistent uh, from a brand standpoint. But, um, yeah, no, it's it's been great. Yeah, I was I was thinking, is this guy going – is he posting to a story during the game? He, I know he had the shots of it, and it, but it had. He, I don't know who he handed it off to, but they it, knew but what they were doing. They did, yeah. they did, and they were they left their own commentary in the videos, which was kind of funny too. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, keeping it moving, you know, Shelby, you were also the. Uh, oh, I was gonna say, I was like, so <laughs> never mind. Whack podcast listeners, you don't want to know the tangent I was going to go oh my down. Gosh. I save you all about five minutes of your <laughs> life there. You're welcome. Uh, Shelby, you were just, you were the person behind all of the funny sort of videos that came out of Football Media Day. We had the players draw their logos, most very bad, not to diss any of our athletes, but not <laughs> artists, coaches included. All of you need work. Hey, I mean, it's, it's a <laughs> tough assignment because some are tougher than others. I I don't know if I could draw. If we still had extra paper, I would have had wax staff do it because I think they would have been just as hard. (laughs) And some logos are a lot harder than others. Um, If you've just got letters, it's one thing. But if you are trying to draw a Thunderbird, I don't think I could do that from memory either. Yeah, that's true. Those were looking really uh, (laughs) sketch. Yeah. (laughs) Also, the state of Texas is difficult to draw. So most people don't remember what it looks like. Apparently, I think I could draw the state of Texas. Could you put the T in it? Oh, that see that part I don't. You know, UTRGV. I could put a T. I could put. Well, you got to put the whole UTRGV in there. I know. I think I could do it. And the star for Edinburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Why not? After this, we hop off here. Uh, Don't worry. We'll be doing that, and maybe we'll post it. We'll see. So Shelby, you also are in charge of our marketing, and maybe people aren't sure exactly what goes into that. You do a lot with championships and. And traveling to championships and kind of tell us a little bit about the marketing side of your position. Yes, there's a lot of graphics that go into it um, with just marketing itself of bringing awareness to when the championship is, where it is, where you can watch it. Um, A lot of the stuff that we put out is very results oriented and trying to highlight those student athletes um, and all their accomplishments. Um, But also some of the hidden stuff behind the scenes like I for baseball and softball I did everybody's headshots and names they could uh when they were at bat that they could put that on the video board um but also working with the venues themselves of you know what dimensions they need for their uh video boards what can we do in terms of giveaways um so it's a lot of moving pieces and parts and kind of being that liaison between the conference uh and the host site whether that's a school or whether that's a neutral site um And then a lot of it, too, is ordering um, different signage uh, to make sure that um, our schools are getting the recognition they need and also sponsors, because um, that is an element of uh, championships. Um, and then just trying to catch as much of it that I can on, on social. Um, obviously, I'm not at every championship, but um, having people send in stuff um, and interacting with uh, the footage that other people are catching there is, is really cool. Uh, last year, I got to go to women's soccer, basketball, and uh, outdoor track, and that was that was really fun, um, and I can't wait to go to can't wait to go to more championships. I, I think basketball was the most fun for sure. Basketball not only was it the most fun, but it was also the longest days capped off with beautiful Fridays. Tonight. I don't know if that's the longest days. I would put baseball up against. Oh, basketball. true. Okay, wait. Yeah, I would put yeah baseball hundred <laughs> percent. I luckily didn't have to go to baseball, and baseball I loved, was great. I love posting um, 
the score graphics from the inside of the air conditioning oh, in yes. Denver. <laughs> I can certainly see. Well, it, there is air conditioning at baseball in the press box. Yes. Not in the production truck outside yeah. baking in the sun. No. Also not standing there holding an umbrella to keep from melting before you do your sideline hit as your eyelash. Because, yes, I did wear <laughs> fake eyelashes each and every day, despite people telling me the glue would melt. The glue did not melt. But you also got to be in the dugouts with the swamp coolers. Yeah, that's true. See, you had the umbrellas as to not melt. Uh, Danner had a poor ripped tent Poor man's umbrella. Oh, man, to not at, get at outdoor track. Oh, outdoor yeah. Track. So I, I went from being as cold as I've been at a championship ever. That's insane. To as hot as I've ever yeah. been at a championship within about two weeks. You but know. I don't know what's worse, melting in the sun or having, like, wet, cold wet. It's, it's, it's I don't awful. know if I could. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I, think I would have damp, flown out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <You're gonna> just, <laughs> I would have said, man, I it. am very ill. I would have put soap in my eye and said I had pink eye. And nobody could be around me. And then, no, that wouldn't work. We had, we had a ton of fun <laughs> at Outdoor know. Track. We saw a lot of records being broken. We like, did. It was, was it was amazing. It was at sea level. So yeah. uh, we, a lot of the uh, long-distance records fell at Outdoor Track. And that was at the University of Washington in Seattle, hosted by Seattle U. What kind of championships you got cooking uh, this year? I know you're going to be headed to men's. Both of you. Both y'all. Both since, y'all. Since we're going to All Texas, y'all. Uh, are going to CBU for men's soccer. And we're going to go to Disney. Thanks for that. <laughs> CBU sounds great. I mean, I know that they just um, finished a lot of facility upgrades, so hopefully their soccer field is uh, ready to go. And I think I think it'll be really cool to showcase there. I've, I've never been to Riverside. Um, I know there's a very TikTok famous candy store in Ontario, California, wow. so about 30 minutes away. Oh, wow. Well, um, and you're probably yeah. going to fly into Ontario, I would guess. So while our whack TikTok is uh, currently blowing up, follow us on there. Uh, maybe we'll get some candy tiktok oh yeah content. i mean 100%. This, you're just making this worse and worse because initially i was going to cbu and now you're now yeah. not to say i'm going to seattle U, which is seattle is a fantastic city you can get your favorite pizza uh razzie's uh, razzie's pizza yes gluten-free options galore see you can go down we to, the, we were doing to the we pier i get to see the ocean i get to see the mountains seattle one of my favorite cities ever if you will if you will <laughs> Well, you know what you don't get to see anymore? Mountains in Texas. <laughs> but you do get to see Jerry World, which is a monument on its own. That is true. Watching the Cowboys play and they, and showing AT&T Stadium, I'm like, we'll be there so soon. And we can just look out the window and see it. And you know what? Well, Maybe I Jerry can, Jones I can, I can, can get us a box. I can look out the window and see it. <laughs> Why? Well, I'll be there with my Denver our... Broncos flag. It's fine. <laughs> I'll be there in my Chicago Bears jersey. It's fine. I, I don't know if you're um, in the in the middle of the office. If yeah, is. we're we're catching the shade <laughs> that we might have a cubicle in the middle while you have a super nice office. We get it. You hear this? Web and the Rangers are right there listeners. too. Uh, and yeah, I have a Ranger shirt too. I understand there's a whack gathering at the uh, Rangers tonight. Yeah, as we uh, record this on a Tuesday. I That's hope- the only team that I'm willing to. That and the Mavericks, the only teams I'm willing to adopt wow. moving to Texas, only because the Rangers are just as poor as the Rockies. So. Wow. I mean, I, 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 mean I, I was saying, you know, I think you have to support the local teams, but you're going to have your favorite teams. But to sw- you're not a Nuggets fan, I take it then. I mean, Jokic is great, but he, I think he's the only player on that roster I even know. Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., MPJ, if you will. Aaron Gordon. No? I used to be into the Nuggets when they had Danilo Gall- Gallinari and then Bones. he went away. Bones Highland. No, not ringing a bell. 
And then uh, baseball. Yeah, I mean, it has been tough. Rockies had one great year. They went to the World Series and got swept. They picked always remember 2007. Guy, yeah. Chris Bryant. I don't know if you guys yeah, Chris remember Bryant, him. He's played about as many games as I have this year. <laughs> hey, every game that I've been at, he's been in and he I filmed from behind home plate incredible seats him with like an RBI single and Oh my beautiful. gosh. And so I, good. Yeah. I'll, I'll miss the Avalanche most of all. Yes, they have, so you're not going to convert to the Dallas Stars. Absolutely not. Former Stanley Cup champion Dallas Stars. I mean, they've, in 1999, they've won. Mavericks have won the NBA. Of course, Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, you get to yeah. But the th- reason we're moving there isn't for the professional teams. We're moving there for the WAC, which our headquarters is going to be a stone's throw away from UT Arlington, one of the schools in the conference. Stone's throw. Tarleton is not too far away in Stephenville. Abilene Christian, Stephen F. Austin, Sam Houston, UTRGV. Oh, yeah. So about half the uh, conference right now is in the state of Texas. So we'll be right in the middle of it. A lot of stuff going on in Dallas as we're finding out. You're going to be right there, uptown Dallas. Yep. Uh, Fingers crossed all goes well. Movers have (laughs) taken the stuff and... uh, Will they return it in Dallas? One will wait to find out. That's my confidence in moving. <laughs> but uh, your thoughts <laughs> on, I mean, you, you mentioned you were in, at Louisiana Tech and Ruston for a little bit. And uh, just, uh, I mean, we're, I, I'm, I've lived in Denver for 40 years pretty much. So Crazy. it'll be, it'll, it'll be uh, an adjustment, but uh, looking forward to it. Kendra's been all over the place the last few years. So she's <laughs> used to moving about once a year, it seems like. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on making the big move? Um, I'm excited. I mean, not that I didn't love Rust and I think it gave me a lot of opportunity to grow personally and professionally. I mean, that was the first time where I, uh, picked up and moved somewhere for a job where I did not know a soul. And that was definitely an interesting adjustment, but it was fun because there were a lot of other interns and it felt like college where we're all young people. We're all going to hang out because, well, there's not a whole lot else to do. So, uh, that was fun. Uh, but we used, I used to go over to Dallas, uh, if I had a long weekend cause my cousins live there. So, um, I'm excited to move there. I'm excited it's a little bit uh, bigger area than Ruston. A um, <laughs> little bit. Fourth largest city uh, Just a little bit. There's a little more going America, on. America, I believe. Um, <laughs> but I think Dallas is a great city. If there's enough, Soon to be third. Uh, enough inclusivity and stuff to do and just um, everyone, I think, can find their niche because it's, it's so full of just different activities for different folks. And, I mean, we're, if we're going behind the curtain here, we mentioned this on the show. You just got married. Yeah, not too long I did. Ago. So you used to be Shelby Green, now Shelby Herndon. We were that, both there. That, <laughs> some, Kendra some, was absolutely cutting a rug at this wedding. I mean, oh, some were man. there before others. At the. Uh, I mean, some were on the dance floor <laughs> dancing while others did uh, one dance and dipped. Well, some of us have knee issues. Some of us had high-heeled shoes, <laughs> had a pinky toe out of the shoe, and was still doing the cotton-eyed Joe. I didn't think your pinky toe was going to make it 3.30, it, 3 minutes and 30 seconds in cotton-eyed Joe, but it did. It did. And you know what's crazy? These pinky toes are not attractive <laughs> by any means. They, they were not formed <laughs> right. <laughs> but... That's okay. You know what? You They're all looked here. great being there, and you know it was. I really appreciated everyone coming out. Um, well, we wouldn't have missed it from from I work. I still and, owe you a gift, so please don't oh let anybody. Gosh. I know. I thought about the other day, and I was just. And now disgusted. the people of the podcast know, so all these people can hold you accountable. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, you guys. The wedding was uh, 
August 29th. Was it not? Yeah. So what do you guys? July 30th. Oh, July 30th. (laughs) 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 Okay. I was going to say August 29th. That's really not that bad. I hope I know my own anniversary. A few days. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, no worries. It's going to be coming soon because they say greatness takes time. (laughs) Well, Shel, thanks for taking some time out of your move to join us here on the podcast. Long overdue. Long overdue. Almost already been here a year. Yeah. And not been on. So, Uh, hey, I finally have it under my belt, and uh, I'll see you guys in a year when I come back. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the WAC podcast. (laughs) Down, down, down. Thanks for listening to the WAC Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And check out our website at WACsports.com.